Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. That is grand. Live and in living color here on a Friday evening. Let's talk about the week that was in the NFL Week 17 the final week of the season, a lot of games off, but big also surprises. Uh, some very big surprises, uh, for sure. You know, the Lions had a seventeen to three lead going into the second half at home. At home, until Green Bay came came through twenty three to twenty to earn their first round bye. The Packers are now. Um, have a first round by their second seed, so they get the week off, all because the Lions just could not hold the lead at home against the Packers yet again. Well, 17, what was the score? Uh, it started, they were up 17 3 at yeah. half, and, and then it ended 23 to 20. Right. So a lot, a lot went wrong for the Lions and Matt Patricia as well. Now, granted, they weren't, you know, they're working on their backup, you know, Huff and all that stuff, but still. Um, makes it difficult for them. Oh, they have excuses every year. Well, of course they do. Uh, Talking about the Packers earn a first-round bye, the Patriots lose their first-round bye because of Ryan Fitzpatrick, 27-24 against the vaunted uh, New England defense. Yeah, but they had something to play for, didn't they, the Pats? Yeah, the, first hold, round by. Yeah, holding on to it. But Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic continues. 320 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. And he led the team in rushing with He's 15 yards. He's had the yards. most fun of all the quarterbacks. I mean, I guess, yeah. Uh, every, everywhere he goes, he, he performs admirably. Look, he's a journeyman in every sense of the word. But how about the Miami coach? 15 years uh, understudy at, at the Patriots. Yeah, Brian Flores. Well, he came through. And uh, once they realized they weren't getting Tua, 5-11 and 11 works just fine for them. You know, all that stuff. Right, right, right. So, and then, yeah, so New England, I mean, that's three losses at home. No, was, f- that, was that back-to-back losses at home? Uh, well, that's a good question. I'll have to double-check on that. Um, that was, no, because they beat Buffalo the week prior oh, okay. at home. Right. So that's one... Two. I'm sorry. That's two losses at home, uh, both in the month of December. Which is, I mean, that's crucial time. Now, right. the previous three losses were against playoff teams, and here you are, week 17, with something actually to play for and to hold on to, and they and just they couldn't don't do get it. it. Done. They just could not do it. Shades of things to come. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll talk about that soon. Um, uh, other games of note: the Bengals also over the Browns, thirty-three to twenty-three. The Browns, most disappointing money-taken team of the year. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of people had money on that. Uh, the Titans made sure that nobody else got into the playoffs except them, thirty-five to fourteen over the Texans. Again, and the te- again, they're nine and seven. They're nine and seven. And then in, I mean, several. I mean, I, I must say, Monday night and Sunday night. Sunday Night Football have gotten some really incredible games this year. That's true. And here's another and one. And entertaining, and that's appreciated because when you stay awake for all that. Yeah. And again, that's, you know, this was, you know, Sunday was, what date was that? That was on the 20, uh, oh my goodness, uh, December 29th. So, you know, it's the Sunday night people have off because it's New Year's, yeah. it's past, you know, past Christmas. And so people got to stay up. I know I did. And to watch that fantastic game, 26-21, to 21, the Niners go into Seattle. They repay them for the loss that happened earlier in the season in and San Francisco. And it comes down to? Well, what it first came down to was uh, a goal line at the one, if I remember correctly. And then they get a delay of game penalty. Now who's that on? 
Uh, apparently, Carroll took responsibility for it. It wasn't Lynch. It wasn't like he was it wasn't just Lynch. no. But to, you know, Marshawn Lynch getting signed. He 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 went out to the field. Well, they weren't going to give it to him anyhow, were they? No, I think they absolutely. I think that was probably the reason why they signed him. Like, if if you sign me, who gets the ball on the one? <laughs> the one. You do, Marshawn. Oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. now they got to go back to the six or whatever. Right. But how about the fact that yeah? So they have to go back to the six. And then the Niners defense, which has been celebrated all year, had their signature stand because this game meant everything. This game meant a first-round bye, home throughout the playoffs, or you got to go on the road for the whole playoffs. And the Niners arguably have been maybe the second-best team all season, definitely the best team in the NFC. And here they are, and all they have to do is stop stop the Seahawks, and they did. At the one-inch line, yeah, and from the overhead view, it looks like he was in, but they can't. But you can't see the the touching of the hip. No, he or did anything. not. He didn't get in. He didn't. But get it was in. so close. But did you see the impact of that linebacker, Greenlaw? Yeah, and when they slow mowed it, and yeah. you could see his ankles kind of fold right back. Yeah, that takes a lot of a lot of force. And I mean, this was a defense. This was what the Niners had rested their because look, they play control ball control on offense. Yeah. With within reason, and they're happy playing it close. Yes, because guess what? They have just shown that they can do it in a dominant, you know, yeah. uh, stadium against a very good team, and not only that, but a division rival. And you stop them cold. Yeah. Now, how now about what do you think at the end? When would you have taken the safety? And what do you risk a fumble by doing that? I mean, you like risk what, a lot. Like, why wouldn't you do it? Well, then you give them the ball back. And you, anything can happen on any play. So you know right, what? Right. What can you control? You can control you having yeah. the ball. So what do you think? The QB sneak? And that's what did it. Not only that, but it, then it, it, it kept, saved the spread. It saved the spread for sure. Now, how about that? Uh, was it unnecessary roughness or whatever it was? Play after the hit where the lineman who didn't... The 49ers lineman. Oh, he dropped back? He was going towards the goal line, facing no, the no, other way? No, no, no. It, it was when the Niners had the ball, and I think Moser got like caught behind the line of scrimmage or whatever. But the offensive lineman, he's stumbling, he's stumbling, he's falling. He doesn't realize the play's over, and he falls into you know a defensive player, and they called him for like a legal, like a yeah, because he was heading towards um, you know his no, own he was goal going, line. No, he was yeah, going but forward. I'm saying the way he yeah. No, but he, when he made the block you're talking about? Well, when he tripped in, yeah. he wasn't yeah. blocking. He was just, yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah, falling. Yeah, but I forgot who, who, why that rule was made. But, yeah. It, well, it, I just it, thought it was ridiculous. a bad call. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it, was a silly, yeah. it was a silly call. But you know what? The, nine, the Niners overcame a lot. And now they deserve not only their first round bye, but home field throughout the entire playoffs. So instead of having to play three road games to get to the Super Bowl, potentially, they only have two, and they're all home games. Right. Now, so there's that. And uh, a couple of the names, I, I got to tell you, I think I was pretty spot on with most of my predictions of who would need a new coach this year. So it actually turns out Doug Marone is not losing his job. Apparently that was, as they so-called, so-called fake news, that basically ESPN had the story yeah. and then people well, come out and say, don't. Him for? What, are you in favor of that? Like, what, 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 what he's worth saving? Well, I've, I've heard an interesting thing about the cons, I mean, yeah, okay. Shad and Tony. Consistency. Really? Well, let's look at the Browns for a second. So the Browns fired Freddie Kitchens, and then a couple of days later they parted ways with John Dorsey because of they didn't agree on corporate structure, basically meaning the Haslam's want more power, and John Dorsey said, no, leave us alone. Right. Okay, Since I heard this stat. Since 1969, the Browns have had 19 coaches. 19. Since Woodstock. Since, since Woodstock. In 50 years, they've had 19 coaches. The Steelers have yeah. had three. Yeah. Well, no, uh, I understand that's unusual, but still, consistency. And yeah. guess what? Well, yeah, I mean, you have to win for you to be consistent. I understand that. Are you going to keep the same guy, you know, if he's losing? Okay. So what? What made Pat Shermer? You keep him for? No, you don't get. Well, Shermer's right. gone. We already know that. And all three of my NFC East choices have gone through. Right. Although we're we're still on the we still don't know about Garrett. Um, Garrett. Garrett. We still don't know. Like yeah, he this, he's that's, not being rehired that's right Jerry's now. Stepson. Right. Yeah, he is, pretty much. He's back to the mailroom. Well, so we don't know. He's not going to be the head coach, at least for right, right now. Absolutely. We'll see what that changes. Yeah. But when you – so Todd Doug Marone, he had Tom Coughlin breathing down his back. Now, yeah. look, I, right. you know, he's a Super Bowl winning quarter, coach. Okay, fine. But so now the question is, 
with with the cons, do you throw yeah. the baby out with the bath, bath water? Look, this is a team that has performed well for Marone. And uh, Gardner then, Mid- and then and then Miles Jack. Didn't. Well, and, then and they didn't. Well, and then there was a, a blown call by the officials. You know. Well, they decided to get rid of Bortles. Well, they said, "Look, I, no, I'm just saying." So, how did things get worse? With or would you? What did they do better, with or without Bortles? Well, they had one, and I'm uh, I'm sticking my finger up. One good season with Bortles. Okay, just was one. Last year better than this year, record-wise. Yeah. No, yeah. but I will say this: Nick Gard- Foles should have stayed in Philly. Well, yeah, but how about Gardner Minshew? And we were just looking well, at the stats. He was great. Gardner Minshew, the mustache, the seventies look. Gardner and Minshew then... had the fifth most rushing yards as a quarterback and threw for more touchdowns than Kyler Murray and Josh Allen, and he played in two less games. And he likely won't play again. No, he's going to absolutely play again. Are you kidding me? Okay. Now And now you have Tom Coughlin leaving, and right. now now everything's okay. Now everybody can be late. Well, not, well, but everything with the union, because remember, the union came out and said, if you want to go, I don't recommend going to jail. Well, now he's gone, so mm-hmm. now they can sign yeah. down there. Okay. So I'm just saying that I think now let's see how it goes. And look, for all we know, maybe somebody would be like, you know what, actually, Marone, you should go. But all that story about Marone getting uh, getting the yeah. axe, yeah. not true. Right. Now, as I said, Freddie Kitchen and Baltimore, or sorry, sorry, Cleveland again looking for top down. I mean, so, yeah. so the— So the, what, why won't people take that job? Because the Haslams are Dan Snyder of Ohio. Because they want to always stick their note, the Johnsons, you know, all these, all of these disrupts team chemistry. It's it's all of these new owners. When you look at the toy for them, we look at the old ownership, like the old guard of you don't hear about them. Uh, the Maras and you know, by extension, the Tishes. They only come out when things get bad. And this season, it got bad for the Giants. Right. Um, the Roonies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Hunts. Uh, of um, Kansas City, and the how about the um, the owners in uh, where's that Detroit? Detroit, the uh, the not is it still Ford? I think it's still Ford, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't come out now, obviously. They, but yeah. these old ownerships, Steelers, yeah, th- exactly the Roonies. These old ownerships, they're not going to stick their nose in, right? Even by extension, some of the young yeah. ones, like as they much as people do their job. As much as I I dislike Kraft, and I love to point out his foibles like for the most part he stays back all right you uh, until he tells but you that know. makes the pack packers job the best right right because they don't have a sole owner right they they're, have a uh, stockholder right they're pu- they're they're basically a publicly traded uh, company. and they don't pay management no because they don't have an owner so they can yeah i mean their finances must be the best pretty much and they, they're smart so when you look at these new guard like uh, you know to to an extent, like obviously Jerry Jones, but you know he's been successful in the past when he had the right uh, players and the right management. But then you know Arthur Blank and you know some of these other younger owners, not younger owners, but newer owners. Did they have more flair? No, they. They want to f- be in the spotlight, right? Of course, but like no, just if it's almost a, the problem is they take their manage their business acumen and they try to apply it to their to their yeah. hobby. Well, Which you shouldn't be able to do. It's like a sports car. You you want to drive it, right? I know you want to drive it, but at some point you need to either learn how to drive it, or watch somebody, or to drive watch it. somebody drive it. I okay. can, <laughs> right? Exactly. Wow, look at that. I love that fast car. That fast car belongs to me. You right. don't see them getting on the back right. of horses and but say, they, they, "I can win the Kentucky Derby." Come but, on. But they own it. So that's the problem. Right, right. Like right. even even to an extent, the, and they stink as owners. But the Brown family in Cincinnati, right, and the the Bidwells in Arizona. Uh-huh. I mean, they, they look, don't own it anymore, do they? Who the Bidwells? Bidwells? I'm pretty sure so. they still do. Okay, right, you might be wrong then. Uh-huh. Well, whoever whoever's the owners down there, yeah. you don't hear anything about right, them. Right. Okay, the Boldens well, over in Denver have a fun quarterback. You'll hear more. Right, exactly. So top down since uh, Cleveland. Right now, the rumor is, and what makes the most sense, their assistant uh, VP or GM or whoever is Elliot Wolf, who came up through the Packers organization. Oh, okay. And so the idea is Mike McCarthy yeah. possibly comes uh-huh. in, okay. and then you've got an old Packer, you know, a Packer trust yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Of course, the Giants fire Pat Shermer. He had the exact same record in Cleveland as he did in New York. He's so he's horrible. gone. He's gone. And so they're, they're talking and about— And it doesn't look like he'd be fun to work with or for. No. He's, an, he's what 
Dave wants that, and um, yeah, uh, yeah gosh, well, but wants that was a great Wade assist. Phillips. Wait, wait, well, but that's Wade what I'm Phillips, saying. The These same, are, but I don't see Shermer as a great assistant. Well, either. he's a good, he's a really good offensive coordinator. Don't forget, where did he come from? He came from Green Bay yeah. as an offensive yeah. coordinator. Not everybody's made to be a head coach. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so Matt that. Rule, the Baylor coach, who yeah. just very who lost to he said Georgia, he's going fishing or yeah. camping with his wife. Okay, well, but then after that, he's got some that interviews. raises his price. He's got right? some interviews now. He's a former Giant offensive line coach, and yeah. the Giants, if they but he's want, he's got it made in college. If the right, but and everywhere he's gone, he's improved. I say he doesn't go to the pros. Um, it's it, always a lure, but it's a lure. Think, yeah, it's an absolute lure. But you know what? The, if there's one thing the Giants love. It's family in terms of this is a former giant coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, they love to bring this. No, I understand the Giants' point. Yeah. Right. So there's that, and of course the Redskins fired uh, Jay Gruden early in the season, and then they didn't rehire Bill Callahan. So in comes Riverboat Ron Rivera. Yeah. Now, how did he do with Cam Newton? Was that a success? Well, as a defensive head coach. Anyway, let's talk about it. he's a head coach. Is that what he signed for? Yes. Is that the job he previously yes. had? Okay, how did he do with Cam Newton? I'm trying to make a comparison. He did okay. Haskins. Okay. You want him to be okay with Haskins, or do you think he'll do worse, I want worse a go- with Haskins? If I, were, if I were like you, a Washington fan, I would want a good, defense, a good offensive coordinator to bring up Haskins. Yeah. Well, I can only look at his body of work, and I don't think it was that impressive with Cam Newton. Well, so I'm not as excited as you are. And I don't like immediate retreads. I understand. I mean, the, the, these guys that get, uh, you know, broken up with, you know, they, they need to coast out a little bit on their own. Know to sort things out. I love how they want to jump back in the fire. I understand. And so that means no reassessment of what you've done. No, I realize that. But what he has been successful at is building a defense. And right now, Ohio State uh, star defensive end Chase Young has already declared himself and that put that the bullseye is for the Redskins right now for him because he's available at, yeah, at either well, at two a or three. He's great edge rusher, rusher, but you know I'm not so sure he's going to be that uh, stout against the run. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, he's yeah, an edge he, rusher. He, yeah, he's raw, raw talent. I know. I mean, I love these guys that do part time work for full time pay. Well, all right, but so but with what what Washington has on their defense side of the ball, Montez right, sweet, right, Sweat. I, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing that. Okay. The problem is the quarterback. I understand. And what are you going to do with Haskins? And some people say he's not coachable. He's easily distracted. He should be on the field. They've got to have the backup kneel down because he's taking selfies with the fans. I understand. I mean, this is not a guy that's committed. So while I'm not going to... Yeah, and when things go bad, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. So I'm not going to immediately compare them to the 49ers, but let's look at San Francisco for a second. We just got done talking about how that's a ball control. They're not going to be flashy on offense. But their defense is their key, their cornerstone. Yeah. So let's let's take that model. And in the NFL, everything is trendy, is it not? So well, when the, you're looking at the, the trendy, trend is the mobile part of Haskins. Okay, so that's part one. So then you got to bring in somebody who can maybe somebody who's uh, you know quarterback coach of the Ravens. I think Haskins is a three-year project minimum. I agree. So I'm thinking three to five years. I don't think any fan base can wait that long in today's world. Well, how about the fact that, so also with um, the Redskins, that they got rid of Bruce Allen, their GM, who won right. a power struggle. They should have hired his, his sister the whole time. <laughs> right. She's the baseball uh, football guru. She is. But but he's a businessman. And don't forget, this is, you know Bruce Allen was a guy who won a, a, a power struggle over Mike Shanahan, yeah. which... In retrospect, maybe it wasn't the best. If his dad wasn't choice. named George, we wouldn't be talking. Exactly. So, but he's gone. So now in comes Ron Rivera. So no matter how you feel about yeah. him as yeah, a head coach, who, but just think of management. I'm sure. thinking I would do it the opposite. Okay. I would get a general manager, right, and then together get a coach, right. I understand. But they go out and get a coach who's you know hasn't changed his uh, suitcase yet. And, so. Uh, who that was out there would you have wanted? Oh, I don't know. I would probably go for somebody from college. You know, I don't. I don't have somebody in mind. You know what I mean? But it was too quick. You know, I mean, do you think he's that good? 
I think that, he, you don't let that pass. I think he's an improvement over what they had. Well, I don't know. Callahan wasn't that bad. No, I understand that. And he wasn't going to get a shot. No, uh, but so there's no fairness. But there. remind me, weren't they like three and eleven, four and four, or three and uh, yeah. three and thirteen? And, and Gruden had the most of the losses. Right, didn't I understand. He? So if Ron Rivera comes in and they're seven and nine, do you yeah, sign up for that right now? That's a big if. Do you, no, but seriously, do you sign up for well, that? Well, you have to the first okay. year. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know you can build now a look case if, for him. If he's three and ele- if he's three and thirteen, yeah, he's not next worth year. all this time talking all right, fair about. Enough. No, but yeah. but he's also the first one to get hired. Yeah, I and that's why you have that's to point not that impressive out. to me. Okay, fair enough. But I understand there's a limited amount of qualified people, so you want to get there quick, right? So you know, I can see the strategy. Yeah, so there's but something. To a, it. It's not. He's not a guy I get excited about. Right. But in retrospect, nobody was necessarily excited for Jay Gruden. They don't forget he is the yeah, younger well, the brother. Gruden's wear on people, right? Right. But he's also the younger, less famous he's, brother. Uh, That's yeah. like getting excited. Hey, Ozzy Canseco is here. Ozzy Canseco, yeah, so get out of here! I don't want him. <laughs> Who is they that? Got the wrong Gruden. Who's that? They've done things. Who's wrong that? A long Russ time Swayze. Now. I don't yeah. want Russ Swayze. Where's right. Pat Patrick? Yeah. Just Redskins pre Gibbs and post Gibbs. Oh, of and course. We're in the post Gibbs. Ever. Well, and this is, and also he was hired during that time. Don't forget, he came back too, right. so that didn't work out too well yeah. for him. Sean Taylor, right? Exactly. Rest in peace. Um, so yeah, so that's, and then uh, last game at the Coliseum for the Rams. Last game in Oak. Well, they had already played the, and the last Rams, game in Oakland. No, that's interesting. You bring them up sure. because I'm thinking of teams last year that finished well, had all the. You know, and then this year teams that have, but think of last year. I mean, you got the Rams, you've got uh, particularly the uh, Bears. Yes, I mean, and let's throw in the Chargers. Yeah, as three examples of teams that did well late, right? Yeah, and did nothing this year. No, they did not. So a lot of people say, "Oh, I want to go with momentum coming the following year." Wow. Like, now a positive to that would be San Francisco showed that last year. Yes, they did, and here they are now. Yeah. So okay, but that's one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. There's Next, many more negative examples. I mean, look, the Jets finished the year with it was six six and two over the last eight games. That I have, was I'm, the best record. Wasn't I'm, it? Yeah, but I'm not. A, but that doesn't make me go. Okay, Adam well, Gase has turned the corner. Well, I know. Well, nothing will apparently. No. But well, you know, maybe if you had Rivera, you'd be more excited. Quite honestly, yeah. Why? Because because he's not some. I don't know. Whatever. You're hire a defensive quarterback. Look, look, look. You've got a young quarterback, and you're hiring a defensive coach. And they got Jack Del Rio, by the way. Yes, the Redskins. They're coach. Jack Del Rio's yeah. your defensive yeah. coordinator, and all these guys are immediately available. Interesting. Well, okay, but but yeah. the, but again, Jack Del Rio is not a head coach. Jack Del yeah, Rio is a defensive coordinator. Him by. I'm, I'm, All right, fair yeah, enough. But but at sad. the same time, well, I think that Adam Gaze is is, is very right. similar in that respect. So you know what, there goes well, that. But the, um, but the Jets had a great yeah a great end of the year. I understand, but quite frankly, and, and I'd rather have Greg Williams William, as my head coach. He should be. He should be. He deserves it. He should be. He, he should have been the head coach in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. They would have done better. So yeah, absolutely, He's they would have been better. He's fun. He of course, yes. But guess who isn't? Adam yeah. Gaze, and he's a slut. You know what? He's the he's a high he's a he's a teenager yeah. going. I don't care whatever. Well, it's like no, it's good guy bad guy cop. It's good. That's a good team. Well, guess who? I'm pitching my room. I'm pitching my wagon. I'd want to be in the room and to, just those two are in there. Well, I'm sure it's for a lot of frustration, a lot of cold shoulders. I don't know whatever, and the I other guy so. getting fired up and going whatever. I don't care. Yeah. And how about this? That there's a uh, a pro, you know the idea that. Uh, Adam Gaze has a burner Twitter account, you know, and a separate phone yeah, that he tweets from. He but should. but now it turns out that it looks like it's Manish Mehta, who's a uh, uh, Jets beat writer for the New York Daily News, Ooh. that he was the one. Because he posed a question at the end of the year press oh, conference. Okay. Hey, do you have a burner account? No, do you? No, but oh, I have oh, a Twitter okay. account, but, you know, I don't. Oh, okay. So now, so he's trying to start some stuff. And it turns out after he, uh, the uh, what people think is, is was a mistake that he actually posted an article from his burner account that he quickly deleted and then posted the exact same to his own account. Oh. So here it is. When beat writers have to make stuff up, and especially he he had a front-page column. That's or how back, boring you are. Well, not only that, but he also, Manish Mehta posted a, uh, wrote a back an article that got the back page in the New York Daily News that he said, quote, I'm rich as, yeah. and I don't give a, I right. don't give to. So that's also the but kind of this guy. This is fake news? Well, I don't know. I think there's some truth to that. To right. an extent. Um, so let's look at so, yeah, wild card let's, let's look at about some quarterbacks we're not going to see anymore. Uh, well, you've got... So Eli is not coming back as the Giants quarterback, not at least likely. as a backup. 
Now, if no. Daniel Jones happens to perish in the offseason, uh, let's say maybe, he doesn't. I, maybe and maybe not. Right. but So he's not coming back to that the Giants. That train left the station. So he is either going to be a free He's going to be a free agent. He either signs somewhere else, like his brother, yeah. or he, or he, he retires. Or retires. He, he retires. retires. All right, how about... What, what would you recommend he does? I think he should go... Quit go football somewhere. before it quits you. I mean, true, but if you're going to go somewhere, go somewhere warm. Yeah, 39 or... years old today, I think, his birthday. Yeah. Happy yeah, birthday, Eli. Happy birthday to Eli. Uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. He was kind of crying in that press conference, so I'd say he's gone. I, that's a lot of mouth to feed. Remember, he's a quiver full guy. So well, he, he's got seven kids, right? Again, a quiver full. And you got the wife, and then what do you need? One neighbor and you got a team. <laughs> I say I say he signs somewhere in in the you West. You say so? I I think I think it's over. No, I think he stays in the I West. I think he gave all he could. He said he did. He I did, think he didn't say listen there's something left in the tube. No. No, I think but he, I think he hates There's no gas in the tank. I I I will say and especially when you look at somebody like Ryan Tannehill. Now yeah, Ryan Tannehill is a little bit younger but Well, Tannehill, he didn't ever had to stay in the sun. Oh, I understand. Um now technically So who's the other one from that draft? Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Well, I mean, I think Roethlisberger. We know the injury, and we know the injury. Right, he was injured, but he's coming back. They're not going to go into next season with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Well, I'm not. We know what the what the, what the Steelers want to happen. I'm talking about Big Ben. I think he comes back. Has he seen enough, or he thinks he can still get out? I think there? he can absolutely. And he's not going to want to go on an injury if he can come back. But his look. style. What do you make of it? I mean, he takes hits. Yeah, he takes hits, but he's also built like a linebacker. So, uh, like, you invite those hits. Yeah. You don't get that big and say, "Whoa, get away!" He's not going to olay people. <laughs> he's going to take them. Whoa, watch out! No, he's he's yeah, taking them on. Yeah, well, we saw what happens when they got close right. this year. Now, what do you? All right, let's make a prediction about Jameis Winston. Only pl- the fourth play. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Fourth player ever. Five or less interceptions a game is the over-under <laughs> with him because there's not enough. The only quarterback to go 30-30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions right. on season. And the fourth quarterback in to, history. To still get paid. The, the fourth quarterback in history to throw for 5,000 yards in one season. Right. He joins the likes of how Manning. Much, and, okay. How many to the other team? Well, I think several, but several thousand at least. But there should be no, a number should be, on there. Course. Right. No, so, I mean, no, does he come back? Well, how frustrating is that guy? Right. Okay, so now you're Philip Rivers, and you say, well, there's an opening in Tampa. Bruce Arians is a quarterback whisperer. Why doesn't he go down there? How about Eli? Hey, I'm just a stopgap. No. I'll go down there. No. I'm what, just Louisiana? saying. Who? Isn't he from there? Yeah, he's from, no, he's from Louisiana, which is, I mean, it's on the other side of uh, the Gulf. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. No, it's not going to happen. So you say Jameis goes back? If he goes back, this is the last chance rodeo. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think you're okay. stuck in that I kind think of situation, but I don't know if that's solvable. Doesn't matter. Well, what do you mean it doesn't matter? You can't throw thirty uh, interceptions. No, I understand that. I understand so that. So I'm talking about is that solvable? Can you fix this broken machine? Well, I don't know. We'll see. But also at the same time, do you, is there enough? Do they are they going to get what they want out of the draft, or we'll or see. we'll see out of free agency. Now, don't forget, we're going to fast forward. I'm going to fast forward just a little yeah. bit past the playoffs. Right. Brady's Brady oh, has no contract please. next year. Well, no, that's over. It's 40. Forget that. So does he retire? Yes, he should. Oh. And it, well, he'd be crazy not to. I, I believe me, I would love to. But at the yeah. same time. Yeah. But can he walk away? That's the question. Yeah. And so now you've got to go somewhere. He's probably going to go someplace warm. Yeah, well, keep hope alive. It's not a good motto. Okay. Well, guess what? Hey, he could go to the Chargers. No. And then they, they're not doing any of that. I don't know. That's hey, they're happen. in L.A. Look, I'm just saying, crazier no. things have happened. No. The Spanoses aren't exactly no. the smartest. Dean Spanos is the smartest. When you're the greatest owner. of all time. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, we okay. don't say those words around no, okay. here. Okay, no, well, thank you. His name is Brady. Well, then we know where he's not going. Well, that's exactly. Hey, he'll probably be kept out at least one year. They'll make him sweat. The, uh, the Let them finish this year first. All right. So let's talk about this year. So we start off with, of course, the Texans' own Saturday at 4.30. Every playoff game they've ever played in the wild card, they always they are the first game. Poor, poor ABC. And what do they do? They, they're about 50-50. You know, you either get a blow-up. You either 50. get a bad game from the beginning, which is when the Chiefs went down there on the opening kickoff, yeah. Trandrick Wetz took it, right. or you had a game like last year against the Colts where they actually right. pulled it out. They played a good one. But, of course, they always lose when they go, you know, somewhere else. I'm, I'm a, I, I like the Bills. I'm, so thinking, you, I'm thinking about them outright. 
Okay, so Bills are getting two and a half. Yeah, I'm thinking about them winning. I think outright. that's smart. I, I like that. I think that I can go either way on this. I definitely have Bills cover. I'll take the Bills so to cover. J.J. Watson is going to be a kind of non-factor with all this time off. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of time. He is back, J.J. We'll Watson. out early. Now, we, don't forget, they're also minus Clowney because now he's in Seattle because they traded him out. He's going to play. Right. Now, what, they look, Houston has a better passing offense right. than the Bills do. Yeah, but well, What's his name is out? Who? One of their Fuller players. or Hopkins? Yeah, Fuller. Fuller's out? Okay, but there's still Hopkins. Hopkins isn't exactly... Yeah, they got a they got a good corner they can put on uh, Hopkins. That is true. Okay. Now, the over-under is 43.5. Yeah, I'm not going to mess with that. I like the over. Really? I can't trust the Bills. Because that's 21... I can't trust the Bills to score 24. That's 23... But let's, let's take it back a little bit. That's 23-20. I'm thinking... 20, I'm know, just saying... I, I like the over. Yeah, I, don't, I don't mess with the over and unders. Well, that's one that I would take. I would well, you take, would think defense would tighten up. but Right. i definitely take Bills to cover, and I'll take the over. Because I can see that being a uh, okay. you know, a two-point conversion or even a, um, a game-winning field goal. All right. And then the night game, Titans with Mike Rabel, the one man who won three Super Bowls with the Patriots as a player going right. in. New England giving five. To, I know, that to sounds Tennessee. like a field goal game to me. Now, that's down from eight, I think. I think that might have been down from eight, or maybe well, I'm thinking of a different game. I don't know about that, no. No, I'm, th- no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of a different game. game. That was right. Yeah, yeah, but that's not. So, five, I think that that line yeah, might have been higher. Four and a half, five, yeah. I like that. I'd take Tennessee to cover that. Yeah. Do you think they can win outright? I think they can win outright. That would mean back-to-back losses at home. Now, the question is if... Can Tennessee win with Derrick Henry running for less than 80 yards? No. I mean, he's the number one rusher in the league, right? Yeah, he won 1,500 yards. I think the Titans might have the only offensive line that's played together the whole year. I mean, it could be wrong. It could be. I'm, I'm thinking. So, but we know what. I can't trust the we Titans. Know, can you? Who? Can you trust them? No. Week to week? No. I don't know what you're getting. I can't. This is the only game I really, if I were to put money on, I'd do all three games before this one. Because not only do I have my wants and desires, but also I, as, soon as, the, as soon as it turns to January, you can never tell with, this, with, with the Patriots. Yeah. And, and look, there are a lot of factors that are pointing. You know, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. It is one. So, you know, we've seen that Brady is not as strong. We've seen that this offensive line has well, been losing given, last week at home. That I, killed them. Know, but that, at the same time, that so. if anybody if that's going to be used as motivation, yeah. I mean, this this could spur them big time. So, I don't really know. I want to say Titans with I'd say Titans cover. Yeah. Winning outright. I mean, that's that's a question that I'm unsure of. And Let's take a look. I know you don't like to do it. Still, I just want to look at the over-under. So the over-under for that is 44 and a half. Right. Uh, that's... I, I, about right. Yeah, I would take the... I'd say over. I'd say over. Because I don't see it being like a 20, you know, 17, 19 or anything like that. All right, then we move over to Sunday. Vikings at Saints. Vikings getting eight and a half. That's well, a, what's, seven what's, and a half. What's the over under on how many times they're going to mention the mini, uh, the miracle, the Minnesota, Minnesota miracle. miracle? I mean, constant all game, and plus this is. I mean, this is, is New Orleans motivation for the New Orleans has all the motivation in the world. Kirk Cousins, what can he do in the playoffs except lose? They have Cook. They have Cook if he's healthy enough. And that's just Cook. Well, he's rested. I don't know if he's healthy. But well, he's rested. Okay, so, uh, but I mean, uh, are we are we are we actually thinking that well, they can win? I don't win? know. I'm thinking of what they're they're both dome teams. That why can't this be 35, 30, 30, 31? Over under is forty nine and a half. I I think that that gets blown. I think that's that's over. I'm taking a lot well, of overs. Minnesota has a defense, and the Saints have a defense too. They lost some interior linemen, but yeah. Okay, but all right. So how about this, Michael Thomas? How many yards does he have in this game? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say. I would say under a hundred. You would say under a hundred. I, I mean, this so. is a guy who's been thrown to in double coverage, and okay. he still breaks I'm for a hundred yards. Don't you have to take somebody away? No, I understand. Who would you take away? I, well, Thomas would be the ideal, but if you can't do him, then you just well, do. I'm Kamara. just saying they're gonna have to give up other things. But if you can't do that, 
But at the same time, going to win. But at the same time, Kamara didn't score between now, week three say, and week if sixteen. You say that if the Saints win, how many yards will he have? One hundred and thirteen, or something. At the like at that. the minimum. Okay, I'm just saying. But if they lose, you'd have to say. Under, I right? I don't see them losing. I really don't. I mean, I don't either. But now now can they cover the seven and a half? Yes. Well, you know that I don't. I don't know why it can't be a four seven point game. I think there's something to that. Uh, and then the final game, a rematch from previous in the year. Uh, Seahawks at eleven and five have to travel all the way across to Philly again, nine and seven as they pretty much. The... And if they would have gained another inch on the final play of, the, uh, of their possession, they would have. They would be hosting the Vikings. Right. Now Philly has been doing it with three guys from Wawa. You yeah. Guys, guys who have been not cut once. But twice this year yeah. are their starting wide receivers. Right. But we know what really... But at least they're Wentz's wide receivers now. That is true, not Foles. And, right, and right. don't forget and Ertz, running back. Ertz and, and Goddard. 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 Yep. They're, so Seattle is, Seattle is a road favorite by one and a half. Yeah, I've tossed around about that because, you know, they, they are dangerous at home and they've won four in a row. Uh have the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, they won four in a row. Uh-huh. I mean, they played a dog role very well. Mm-hmm. You saw that when they went to the Super Bowl. They wore those dog masks. Um, but Seattle, I think they can create a lot of problems with rolling out um, Wilson and putting, you know, avoiding that rush and putting pressure downfield on that now de- I, I, defensive backfield, which has not been exposed of late. And a rested Lynch, for whatever you want to say, that's still between the tackles. That's still a dangerous place. Well, I mean, I think that plays into play action and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, it has its benefit. But uh, if you looked, the the Seahawks gained 125 yards against yeah. against San Francisco right. on the ground without the number one, two, and three backs. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of impressive. I, w- I was amazed that they were there at the very end. Yeah. So, you know, tossing that up like that, who do you like now? I still like to see. I like the Seahawks. That's what I'm thinking. I like the Seahawks outright. So look, I'll be honest. I like all of the uh, visitors. I like all the spreads against the, for the visitors. But you didn't like the Vikings. I said they could cover seven oh, and a half. Can. That's but yeah, that okay. one I did say. Okay. But I mean, I I could see all. Of the, I could see Bills plus two and a half, Titans plus five, Vikings plus seven and a half. Seattle minus one. I think two 1. of these 5. dogs are going to win outright. But I, that's one? very. I but think which Se- one? Seattle's for sure. Well, they're not a dog. Well, okay, all right. So maybe Bill. Uh, I mean, yeah. both in the both in the East or both in the AFC. That's something that would be great, huh? That would You'd be great. You'd like to see that? Sure. Let's fast forward. I just want to fast forward. What do you? Uh, well, you know, I'll save that for next week. But I want to. I want you to just put in mind. Think about Drew Brees. Yeah. In Lambeau. I'm just gonna put that in your mind. Just think about that. See right. how that see how that looks, and we'll let that sit there. I like uh, I like I like the Packers. I wow. think that's the team of all that is the most underrated and most disrespected. There's a million reasons not to like the Packers, and when you look at their record, right, and then you say, oh yeah, when they played San Francisco, but they lost, right, and ba ba ba, and but I think they can improve because people's expectations aren't that high to begin with. Right. What do you make of that? I think that... The you know, defense came to play? They did, but statistically, I mean, they gave up a lot of stuff. How and about don't Aaron forget Rodgers, when he could have just let that one go, had everything clinched, right? Right. He had nothing to gain. And they got... To come out and bring that But team let's back. fast forward then. Let's just say the, the AFC Championship is Niners-Packers. Don't forget, the Packers yeah. did not show up to that game. Do you think they've peaked? Packers? Yes. Yes. Oh, you think they have? Yes, I did. Oh. I also think that even in a week 17 game against the Lions, I think that putting themselves in a hole, 17-3. Well, who's a better team than because uh, uh, New England fell behind and lost. Right. The Packers fell behind and won. Right. But who's a better team right now? Right now the Packers are. Right now over the... Over the yeah, not, yeah okay. Patriots. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, look. give any respect to this team. Then they have to, they have to show it. No, I'm serious. Like, like, look, so, I love Rodgers. Uh, okay. I think he's, I, he's one of my favorite current day players. What's their record so far? <laughs> I think it was, was it, no, hold on a second. I'll pull it up. Yeah, give him some respect here. No, I understand. I can give him all the respect that I need to. 
They're 13 and 3. Right. Okay, well, then win. But we, again, that's. No, they lost to the Eagles? Who? Packers. Packers? No, that was the Alshon Jeffrey. You know, you can't can't hold oh, yeah, on the ball. Yeah, I can't hold and on. Then, and then the yeah, viral right. video. They oh, got, that was the Bills that they beat, right? The Eagles beat yes. the Bills. Yeah, yes. In Buffalo. Yes. No, that was the game the, the game against the Packers and the right, Eagles right. when the next day the guy the viral, the guy who saves a baby from a falling, like a on-fire building. I got better hands than Alshon Jeffrey right. does. Yeah, yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> that was funny. That is funny. All right, let's move over. I think over. he caught that baby from the third floor. Yeah, I think you might be right. All right, so let's move back over to some bowl games. Granddaddy of them all in a really classic one, 28-27, to 27, does Oregon over Wisconsin. That surprised me. Four turnovers by Wisconsin really helped well, out Oregon. Yeah. Well, I guess But so. Justin Herbert? I thought when, uh, Wisconsin was going to win that. Well, Justin Herbert. That's another quarter. So you got some interesting quarterbacks coming out. Of course, right. Joe Burrow. Uh, He's accurate. Trevor Lawrence. And you know what I love about him? Right. A point guard in basketball. Yeah. And that's right. the quarterback of one. NBA. That's how Roethlisberger was. Yes. So now the, when, you, when, when you're the point guard. Yeah. Yeah, you're setting up to play. And you're don't see in the whole field. And he had a wide open run. He's accurate. You He's accurate. And he can run, too. He can put on some that lines. last touchdown to take the lead. But a Trevor th- Lawrence can run. Trevor Lawrence, he can run to seventy-six a, yards. He'll one up you. He's a specimen physically, though. Right, and the guy who never, who never ever seemed like he was never going to come out, but Jake Fromm, right. the uh, Georgia quarterback, that's he's two coming out M's, too. Right, that's two M's. Um, and if he ever works at State Farm, he's Jake Fromm, State Farm. Um, and then you've also got now the question is, did Tua come out? No. If you're Tua, do you stay No, in? I don't play football ever again. No, I dislocated. Did you see he, the way he got pulled down he got, like that? He got the Bo Jackson. Yeah, but hes I don't think he has that pocket awareness. I don't think he has that feel for what's coming at you that right. you need to have in football. Yeah. And I think Cousins has a little bit of that. He, he, he actually overreacts and Tua underreacts. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of, speaking yeah. of Alabama winning the Citrus Bowl over Michigan, thirty-five to sixteen. And that was never a game. That was never a game. It and, was never ever a game. And they overcame a lot. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Poor Utah. I mean, this was a team that all they had to do was beat Oregon. To that was the, it. And then thirty-eight to ten losers to Texas, an unranked Texas team. Yeah. Poor Utah. They just can't get out of their own yeah, way. Yeah, they faded. That's right. So now we've got. The big game coming up on the 13th. Real big. Clemson versus LSU. Right now it's LSU 5.5 giving. The over-under of 69.5. Jeez. They don't expect much defense, do they? No. No, they definitely don't. No, Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost since high school. And Burroughs is just a seven, passing machine. Seven touchdowns, th- passing, and one more for eight for <laughs> to make eight for rushing. So, yeah, and how's his interceptions on the year? Uh, let me actually t- don't forget he won the um, the Heisman too. Oh, he's won it all, right? Yeah, Let's he's he's uh, what has his stats been throughout the year? I'm trying to look it up. He was, pardon me for a second, forty eight. Touchdowns, six interceptions. 48 and six. A quarterback that's, rating of 201.5. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't think the pros go that high, do they? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Also, he rushed 96 times for 289 yards. 96 rushes. 96 rushes, and he averages 22.2 yards a, a game. A game. And he'll only do, what, 10 in the NFL? No, uh, probably. He averages three three yards a rush. I mean, uh, yeah. look, he, he was that. Cincinnati got a gift. Ah, uh, they sure did. Now, what a, what a stand-up guy he is, right? Right. I mean, he's from Ohio, I yeah. believe. Small town. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to big with uh, with local local kids, and he, he's the bomb. He is, so he's going to stay there, so yeah. good for him. And also, Jonathan. He's going to be a star on and off the field. Jonathan Taylor, the Washington, uh, the Wisconsin running back, who's second player ever to have back-to-back 2,000-yard rushing seasons, is also declaring himself for the NFL. Well, what do you make of that? I mean, the other guy who did it, Troy Davis, I'd never heard of him before. Exactly. But I'm thinking of Muncie. Okay. Max Muncie? Muncie, no. Uh, I'm thinking he played with the Bengals. He was the number one pick. Okay. And, um, like, some of these guys, when you get that kind of yardage, it's like they're, they're made to play in college. 
You know, how does that transfer into the prose? Right, I understand that. But some. So, well, I'm saying that it sounds great, but I don't know as a pro prospect what that would be. Um, I know that's a lot of a lot of uh, miles on the vehicle. There is four thousand yards rushing in two years. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. Yeah, Chuck Muncie. Right. Um, well, when you look at fame, well, no. So just uh, when, when we're talking about what why Wisconsin Badger running backs, um, you know, or ones that are noteworthy enough. You know, I can the first one that pops up off my off the top of my head is um Ron Dane. Ron Dane's one that that comes to mind right away. And Ron Dane, while he had a good short lifespan with the um pardon but, me. But he was a fullback type, and I'm wrong about Chuck Muncie. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. No, he he played for the Chargers. No, he he, he wasn't uh the one I was uh, thinking of. But anyway, uh, the one I was thinking of, he played for the Bengals, and I think two years in a row he was a college. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, Ron Dane. Yeah, Ron Dane's an example of uh, such. That didn't transfer well no. into the pros. No, definitely not. Here, let me see if I can pull up. Uh, Alan Thompson, you know, these are, you know, big ones that just kind of. Ira Matthews, you know, that's not one really, you know, right. jump starts it. So, you know, there's a history. You've heard, you know, there have been some really, because Wisconsin, I mean, they have some really good ba- backs, but Larry Emery, I mean, just let me know when, uh, you know, some pops up. Mark Montgomery, Terrell Fletcher. So the history of Wisconsin Badger running backs, Ron Dane again, um, Michael Bennett, eh, sort of. Uh, they haven't set the world on fire. And so I think that Anthony Davis, Brian Callahan, or Calhoun, I'm sorry, these are guys that just as as running backs out of Wisconsin, they're not going to necessarily translate into Monte Ball. Nope. James James White's the only one that you can say. Melvin Gordon, all right. Well, Monte Ball had his day. Right. Or two games in the league. Right. And Melvin Gordon, again, not... uh, It was was pretty exciting. He's he's okay, but I think he's... He's thought more of than he actually performs. You know, Todd Gurley is pretty much the same well, back, but he does well. Well, he's, he's with the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they did well without him. Well, that is and true. And who was well. his villain? Give him some uh, Austin Eckler. I know yeah. because I had him on my fantasy right. team. well, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Um, moving over to baseball real quick. So it turns out that it wasn't a horse, but it was a wild boar that caused... Uh, his horse assess- to erupt and cause him to... So apparently on his ranch... Cespedes. Cespedes. So apparently on his ranch, on his farm or whatever, his ranch, there are a lot... Because he's in Florida, so there's a lot of wild boar. So he set up traps. Apparently traps what Traps for traps wild boar. For wild boar. I didn't think you... I thought you hunt them. I didn't know you trapped them. Well, when they come on... To, when they're, they're pretty wild. They're a nuisance. They're a pest, aren't they? So yeah. we come, they come on, and he's got these traps set. So what we're thinking is either he was, sca- he was spooked or when he opened up the trap, the, it just got away, knocked him backwards, fell into a hole like he said he did, and broke his ankle. Mm. So um, the story gets more complex. Yes, of course it is. But also at the same time, now he gives money back to the New York Mets, which... Because you know, the story wasn't exactly true. Right, but not only that, the Mets are happy to take all the money they can get. And back. waste it, I mean, spend it on... Well, we'll see. Bernie uh, Madoff. Uh, sad passing of Don Larson in the, in, for the New York Yankees. Only Yankies perfect game. In World Series history. Now, don't forget, Rory Holiday also had a, uh, true. a perfect game, but that was in the wild card round. By the way, they lost in the NLCS as well. And also uh, another death... Uh, that's uh, was was very sudden. Was uh, David Stern, the uh, NBA commissioner? Yes. Seventy-seven of a brain hemorrhage that apparently he had suffered uh, a while some, back. A while back, but he finally succumbed to those. I mean, he was changed the league big time when he came in. Was just before I think eighty-one. M- made it player friendly. Made it player friendly, but also brought it back to the people. I mean, he was re- you know he isn't a salary cap the big thing. Salary cap. But also having Mac, Magic and Bird and being able to showcase that talent. Right. Uh, having Jordan come and 
become. How big is it for them that they, that they you can see their their faces? They don't wear hats and helmets and. Well, it's everything, and also with the added, um, black culture that comes with it because of so many of the players, and it's part of the culture, like basketball. In they say ball is life, and and right. that's that's the truth. So everything ties in with that fashion, oh, you know, all sure. that stuff. Showmanship, show all of it, all of it. Right. Anything but defense. Well, well, hey, defense doesn't sell. Right, but Detroit Detroit Pistons won because of defense. Well, ben true. Wallace and all, you know all those guys. Best, so, yeah. so it has its time and place. But right now, it's but yeah, of course, seeing their face, yeah. not wearing a hat. So Stern was the face of all this. I mean, Stern oversaw it. He, the globalization. Don't yeah. forget, there's a reason yeah. why. You know, Dirk Nowitzki and, you know, yeah. some, Yao Ming came into the league. It's because of the Dream Team and all of these things that David Stern helped make yeah. possible to expand the game. Because when he came in, I mean, you were there in the, the 70s were a wasteland. It's easy to follow, though, on TV. I mean, there's five people each side, you know. it's it's You it's go back all, and forth. They're all in the same space, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, soccer, is it's, it's hard to watch. And not only that, when you're trying, you, you, you'll do a pickup. Nobody does pickup baseball anymore. You can't right. do you can't do right. pickup football because if you do, you end up with a head injury. Three on three leagues, and right? Stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's all big and it's all part of the culture too, which yeah, helps it's all, too. It's all visual. Everything, yeah. So everything's tied in, and also when you talk about sneaker heads, I mean the shoe, oh, yeah, well, the that's shoe fashion. industry. That's the fashion, part. right? But so it all goes hand in hand. Not yeah. only that, but you know, before yeah. Jordan, everybody. But all people look good in clothes. Of course. Well, so long as they don't have those old short shorts. And and those shoes aren't that big. Right. Don't forget, Jordan was the one who said, uh, "What size is that? Give me two sizes larger, baggy pants." And then that came all the rage. Of course. And so that's the thing. So. All right, Dad. Well, thank you very much for oh, joining me this week. Oh, it's been fun. It has and been fun. And let's see what happens in this first round of the playoffs. Let's here. go with the wild card round of sure, absolutely. Yeah. So what are we? What are the four picks? Uh, to, are we talking spread or yeah or to win? Uh, yeah. Let's talk to win. Let's talk to win. Buffalo. Okay. Saints. Okay. That's the most likely. To Seahawks. Win, right? Isn't that the most likely to win? Who? Saints. Saints. Yes. Yes. I highly, I highly doubt they're going to. So Saints, Seahawks, Bills. Bills. And the Patriots. You hate to say it. Right? I hate to say Patriots. It's a field goal game or it's a one unless mm. it comes down to the very end. It's excitement. There will be a final drive. There will be a final drive. It's not going to be a victory. for. If it's a victory formation, it's with three seconds left on the clock. So no kneel down. That's the kind of game we want to see, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a kneel down... Very late, with coming off of a a missed fourth down opportunity, clock killer. Right, that's the only thing I'll say. Okay. So that's so not. that means take the points. I, that that's what I'm saying. Titans, okay. I'll take Titans five. Okay. Absolutely, Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.